0: Welcome to Visuda Sunrise, a podcast and YouTube channel for those of us with a story to tell. I'm your host, Amanda, and I can't wait to share our stories and discuss the depths of our imagination together. Please remember that I am not a professional, but I have done some reading and I can't wait to share some insights with you. Join this vacation. Oh, we got to go for some reason. I think it was school. We got to go to this trip for free. I want to say like Iceland or Ireland. I know it was something with an I. Uh, and it was like, like Pacific Ocean, but it was warm. Yeah, it started at the beginning, we were in Victoria, uh, with my friend, my old friend Megan S., Uh, her family was there playing beer pong with my sister, meanwhile I had stopped by my cousin's house, cousin A, stopped by his house and visiting, checking on him, he was doing really well, his doggo was there, and I seen my Auntie Dee walk by, so we phoned her, and, and just ended up, we were gonna walk to the hotel, because it was right down the street, wonder who was with me, we went outside, covered up our tent of shit, I think it was Crystal. Mm. covered up all our stuff and headed out to go, hey, that hotel was the hotel that's always in my dreams, I think, hmm, and once we got to where we were going, it was the ocean thing. I just really couldn't believe that nobody wanted to go walk around the city with me. It was so beautiful and I'd been to this city before and there's all the shops and no one would go with me and there was this handsome man and he wouldn't even listen. I'm driving around in the back seat of the car and nobody wanted to shop. And then uh it was actually I've been to that town before and it I recent dream. Uh and then like the night before we were at this party and I don't remember a lot of it but it was more like a well oh, totally been there before but it was kind of like a looked like an Irish pub style cabin kind of thing and yeah it was fun and family was there and everyone was drinking and laughing and I just really wanted to get on the ferry and nobody wanted to come why wouldn't you guys it's only like right in this town. I just want to get on there, look around, and uh, nobody would uh, go with me, so I didn't get to go on the ferry, and the whole time I just wanted to explore the city and go on the ferry, and for some reason, nobody would come with me. Okay, I just woke up. I had two totally awesome really vivid dreams, anyway, um, the first one, it was a party, it was fun, we're at this big house, um, three people really stood out to me, um, but one was a visit, and it was so awesome, and there were two, two guys from high school that were my good friends, and I'm so excited that I got to hang out with them in my dream, just reminding me that like we were really good friends and the one who visited me was, I'm so happy we we were just having fun and, and dancing and standing by the fire just like we would, um, yeah, just the feeling I got was that we reminded me that I mattered. And then we, uh, it ended up like some of my friends visited, like it was the kind of like hangover day style. And um, Riley was hanging out with us, and then she she was gone. Oh my god! It was, f- ugh. Um. Whoa. Okay. We were in this beautiful house in the woods, like my dream house. God, it was so pretty. Never been in this one before. Um, Oh, God. Okay, I think some weirdos came. were running away no for some reason we were down in the woods looking up at the house and one of my friends was maybe at her own house but not with us but right there beside us and there was a bear a huge bear like going after a lady up at the house it was huge and then uh, my friend was like gonna be next I was trying to tell her, like, hey, 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 come on, um, she didn't clue in for far too long, and suddenly we're running, and we're running, and we were, like, moving slow, you know, um, like, you're in a dream, sometimes you're trying to run, and it feels like there's, you're, like, underwater, um, and I think that Means that you something's holding you back in reality. Um, so, anyways, we we continue this, and we're going through the woods, and went back up to the house, and um, we noticed the door was unlocked, and we went in, and these freaking creepy creeps came, and I think they were wearing masks, but the one like was like an old guy, and. Oh my god, it's so vivid, um... I was, like, so scared because I'm a mom. I was, like, wanted to just hide and collect all my things. And Riley's special things were in this room. And was collecting it all in my backpack while the other girls were upstairs with these weirdos. And, um... Oh. So... like, trying to sneak out the back door, like, this is after we already tried a couple times to run away from them, and they just ended up getting us, but they, they weren't touching us, like, they weren't, anyways, it was so scary, so I was trying to get out the back door, and then they were both down there, like, "Mm, um, where do you think you're going? They wanted me to come upstairs, and I just was, walking so slow, and they had weapons, they had knives and guns, and like, the face was so disgusting, I can't even look like a scary movie, like, his face was all almost like the first layer of skin was peeled off, and it was, like, all warped, and and, like, sometimes had two heads and one was all stretched out and gross, And anyways, as he was talking to me, he just became this weird, yucky skin old guy. And he got me to go up with the other girls upstairs. I just want to ask you questions and hang out with us. We brought alcohol, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up having to go upstairs because they had weapons. And then, um... they, like, asked me if I was on my, my monthly cycle, like, we have so many questions about that, oh, this is our first one, that's, that's not fresh, they said, and then they sat me down at the table, and they just were, like, um, giving us, the other girls were drunk by now, and I just got this feeling like they are going to drug us. This is where we die. And then I woke up. So this one's kind of short and sweet. But I dreamt last night that I bought the Front Street Barber Shop. Across from Granville's. And a couple of my old co-workers and my old boss was working there with me. I think I got the feeling that the the boss, uh, we'll call her Jay, she, uh, she knew what, what I was up to, but the, the workers did not, and, um, I, like, bought the shop and also lived there, so they would be, like, doing clients, like, doing their hair, and I was, like, in the shower and, you know, getting ready in the morning, and people are just in there because it's a salon and, um, there was some weird man, I don't remember who, and there's like a lot of homeless people around outside, and that sounds fairly typical of that place in Quenelle. Um, anyways, I, my whole plan in in my head was my plan in reality about owning a shop, and I know I'm gonna own a shop one day, but not for hair. But it did give me a good idea that buying a salon is a good, like, uh, it's got good bones. Salons are built with all kinds of perfect plumbing and rooms and neat things. Anyways, that was it for last night. <laughs> So I think a lot of my dreams this go-around were fairly straightforward as far as, like, interpretation goes. I don't want to look too far into it when sometimes it's not really about, like, going too deep. It just is what it is. Um, However, the first dream with the great white shark, I do remember it making itself very significant. Like, it was kind of chasing us and um, up onto the shore, and I was leading people to the ocean. So, uh, the... In the book, Animal Spirit Guides, it says, uh, let me find it again, I apologize if you can hear my cat purring, she just won't leave me alone, eh? okay, uh, if shark shows up, it means you're especially sensitive right now, so be careful what environments and situations you expose yourself to. Allow yourself to swim through your emotions fluidly so as not to get stuck in any one feeling. You're very well protected and can ward off any threats, negativity, or psychic attacks. Notice how your mood shifts depending on what you've eaten, and if necessary, modify your eating habits to maintain your physical and emotional equilibrium. Maintain your dignity and self-respect no matter who or what you encounter. You'll notice a heightened ability for discernment and discrimination, sorting out what's right and what's not for yourself. I am making a lot of changes in my life right now, um, as far as my eating habits and, um, my mental health. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of deciding about my life. So just be careful, um. Be careful, you're especially sensitive right now. Be careful the environments and situations you expose yourself to. I am very sensitive, usually all the time, but right now especially. So, look out. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I think that's it for that one. Iceland, leading people to the ocean. I think a lot of my goals right now are to be a leader. And I'm working on that. And, um... I love it when I get to travel in dreams, so that's awesome. So clearly I dream a lot about Victoria, um, or maybe even just the city. Maybe it's not Victoria, but that's the feeling I get when I see these dreams. Um, this one I remember in particular, I, cause I went to my cousin's house and my friend and I set up our tent in his yard, even though we had a hotel down the street, um, was more like just a pile of junk, pile of all of our stuff that we just covered it up and walked away from. <laughs> and that friend, uh, we we both have been kind of doing that emotionally. Um, I love it that that hotel kind of showed a different side of itself in that dream because I do have a dream about that hotel all the time. Um, checking on people and my auntie. She happens to be. It's just it just is what it is for that one. I check. I've been checking on. Uh, maybe I should be checking more often on the people I care about. And I I did kind of let go of a lot over the last year. I've kind of let go of a lot of the people that caused a lot of stress in my life. And I am grateful for myself for for doing that, even though it was heartbreaking. Um, but that aunt, I love her so much, and I try to call her and she doesn't answer, or she doesn't want to talk to me, or is nervous to talk, I don't know, but, um, I hope that it can get better. And then, uh, yeah, that one's pretty, uh, matter-of-fact. Then when it came to the cabin one, it was kind of, like, really cool European cabin vibe, like, pubs. Little thing with lots of people there, and but it wasn't like a huge party. People going crazy. It was like just people hanging out, having a a drink, and chatting with each other. It was snowy, um but I do remember walking around like, "Hey, everybody, I have a better idea. Let's go do this." And a big part of it was to get on the ferry because I just love the ferry, and I've had a dream about that before last time about. Um, trying to trying to get to the island and nobody will come with me and I just have to do it myself. <laughs> so I think a big part of that is to sometimes just go for it. Or uh, maybe there's a reason nobody else does those things. But when we're going through that city, I remember being in the backseat of the car like, Oh my god, we're going past that store. You guys don't want to go in? Look at it, it's so beautiful. Why can't we just stop and walk down the street? It's so awesome. <laughs> And that's also a town that I've been to before, too. So I'm loving that um, recording these dreams has helped me kind of realize how many places I go to on a regular basis. So I'm going to keep track of that. That's really cool. And uh, maybe a little bit in that dream feeling like nobody gets it. But I don't care. Okay, the... um, This third one, I think it's the third one, this was the biggest, longest one, because I remember two, which is cool, two parts of it, and, um, the first part, the visit, was so awesome, so that friend was, um, my best friend in high school, her brother, and the guy I, I dated after high school for a long time, um, his best friend, so, in the party it was like um another different mutual friend that we had um one of his best buddies like I just loved hanging out with those guys so much and they did always make me feel like just a a friend one of the group and never judged and just really kind and fun and um he that guy was such he passed uh I don't remember the year it was a while ago now, a few years after school um must have been like i wanna say like five years after school anyway um he was one of the the greatest people. <laughs> I know you always say that about people that have passed, but he really was like a friend to everybody and always smiling and I yeah. Always laughing. Who remember that smile forever. Um anyways, it was cool to be visited and realize that I still matter. I'm still one of the one of the people that matter. Um and then it turned terrifying and the house almost reminded me of my grandparents' old house that um you could like look up the hill and see a different house but it was really far away, but it was like you want to be able to yell and let them hear you. But they probably couldn't. Um, so I remember looking up and seeing like this person, this lady, whoever she was, being backed into like around the the house by a bear. And she was like looking straight at him and backing up. And he wasn't attacking, but just like, you know, creeping up on her, just threatening her. And then, um, yeah, so I looked up big black bear here we go page 27. so if bear shows up it means set clear boundaries and don't compromise even if pressured ask for what you want whether or not you feel you'll get it get going on that creative project you have in mind take some time out from your usual routines and spend some time in solitude you may be in need of physical or emotional healing. Be gentle and show your love to those who you're close to. To find answers to your questions, go inside rather than reading or consulting others. If it is a black bear, it's an important time for meditation and introspection. Balance your activities with periods of rest and don't forget to play. So moving on. Um, this was a new place, so that could be something scary for me. Like something new, but um, vaguely familiar. Um, and was being held back by something as I'm trying to escape these scary frick. I like I can still picture that that face of the one guy that was all stretched out and like is almost like long, but with two faces like on top of each other and like stretched out and the skin all yucky and yeah I don't know what the hell that was just that was just straight up scary it was just weird um I think I think a lot of this just is is logical we'll get to it here um after and then the shop dream that one was it was just last night and it was kind of awesome like I was just the boss doing whatever I wanted, and I know I own the place, so I also live here. It's also my house. I don't know what the feeling I was getting was like that i i'm on I'm on the path I'm ready to go I'm feeling like I've gotten started now, and I'm gonna be able to uh i'm gonna be okay and then as i look look out on the street and there's homeless people all around, I remember. I went outside at one point, looked around the corner, and um, there's like this little crowd of homeless guys. And one said his name was something silly. Like, he, I, I think he said Big Bubba. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. He said, Well, my, my name's Big Bubba. <laughs> and then I just went inside and booked clients and enjoyed my little life. So I'm obviously missing the city and adventures and things, and I'm sure a lot of us are this year um, And then just the stuff like checking on my friends and it's a hard it's freaking hard right now um, But I do want to focus on the animals that I've seen recently the shark um, Especially sensitive we touched on that allow yourself to swim through your emotions fluidly is to not get stuck on one feeling so anyone who's experienced depression knows the feeling of being stuck on one emotion and lately like I, I think that's why I had trouble remembering this month like I re- I just sometimes you sink anyway for me sometimes I just I'm all good I'm all good and then I just sink down and I can't move and I can't think and I don't want to do any of the things I love. I haven't been practicing yoga. I haven't been doing any of the stuff I know to do that makes me feel good. Read, eat healthy, drink lots of water, keep my house clean. Like, I just don't want to. I just... In my head, I want to, but I just feel like laying there. And that's it. I do what I have to do, and that's it. And I don't want to live like that, but... I, um... You're very well protected and can ward off any threats, negativity, or psychic attacks. Now, I did do my Reiki. That's been over for about four weeks now. That usually comes with a cleanse, apparently. Um, An emotional cleanse. So yes, I am protected. Yes, I have practiced my homework that I needed to practice. And um, I, I know that I can protect myself from anything I need to. However that could make sense that I was cleansing because I really just bleh, you know <laughs> um, I have changed my eating habits so hopefully that will help if I can stick to it Frick, uh, maintain your dignity and self respect um, you'll notice a heightened ability for discernment and discrimination sorting out what's right and wrong and what's not for yourself so in my new relationship um he's so wonderful and recently we had a discussion where we both had to say what we wanted and what we didn't like and it was difficult but i think that was really healthy and important for us to do and it it turned out really well just because i i had to voice what was right for me and what wasn't so the shark dream was probably before that so that's really neat um Then let's go back to the bear. Where are you? Um, Set clear boundaries and don't compromise, even if pressured. Done and done. Um, Ask for what you want, whether or not you feel you'll get it. Done. Check. Asked for a leave of absence for education from work. Got it. Uh, Told my boyfriend what I needed. Got it. Uh, Get going on the creative project you have in mind. Podcast, scrapbook, got it. Take some time out of your usual routine. Spend time in solitude. Clearly do that. Um, Physical, emotional healing, working on it. Uh, Be gentle and show your love to those you're close to. Working on it. (sighs) Go inside rather than reading or consulting others. Working on it. Um, so meditate and balance your activities with periods of rest don't forget to play don't forget to play is probably a big one right now because I do have a toddler and I want to be fun mom so I think when I do sink into those crap crap times I just turn the TV on a lot um, however I have deleted my all my social media that's a part of my little cleanse that I'm doing at the moment Um, so I will have what I need to for my podcast and as for like Snapchat and stuff I'm just off for now and I am getting a lot more done but I am kind of bored, miss seeing what everyone's up to and reading funny things on the internet anyways um, so I think uh, all in all that was kind of a fun little, uh, journaling for myself. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope this was as entertaining for you as it was for me. So one more thing that I actually wanted to read, um, in the other book, The Hidden Power of Dreams was, um, running. So, cause I know this is common for people to have dreams about running away. So here it is. It's a long one. Stop. Turn around and face the truth. Running from a situation you aren't ready to face, feeling unsure of yourself, fear of a situation or experience that you're not willing to acknowledge, turn around and face what you're running from, whether in your dream or when awake, and as you confront your adversary, you will begin to dissolve the barrier in your daily life. Running in slow motion signifies that the time is coming soon when you'll have to face the difficulty. Running towards something, you're in a time of great acceleration within your spiritual life. Celebrate. So that is it for this month's Amanda Land episode. I can't wait to do another one next month. Um, I've got some stuff coming up for December. I am in the works now and i appreciate so much that y'all are listening still um and i would love to hear some feedback anything that you think i could do better or something you'd like to hear about um or just throw down a comment i would love to hear some some stuff from you guys thank you again so much and i will see you on youtube soon i promise i'll be back soon okay sweet dreams
1: Wait, I'm going to find, hang on, since
0: you finally just
2: found it.
1: (laughs)
0: I just have it written down that, um, she told me which suit is usually for something different part of your life. Here. Okay. Pentacle. What is it?
1: Pentacle. The
0: queen. So, your court card, uh, queen is a mother figure and pentacles is money. Oh. Okay,
1: go. <laughs> <clears throat> the Queen of Pentacles yearns to nurture and care for others. She's brimming with generosity and possesses a warmth of spirit that glows from her eyes. The fan of branches arrayed around her are reminiscent of the ten armed Hindu goddess Durga, embodiment of feminine creative energy. She is dedication, a protector, and one who is reliable and trustworthy. She is secure in her material possessions and her position in queen of pentacles will lend her support to anyone who asks. She has strength that she draws from the very oak tree that she is a part of or that is a part of her. She is willing to share the strength that is drawn down from the sustaining golden power of life and warmth of the sun itself into her branches and transmuted into the purest energy. Carry this as a token and reminder that I am always here, she says, taking a leaf from the boughs that whisper a singing serous from around her. They sigh in a hundred voices in eerie harmony of the secrets that they hold for her. What does it mean? Mm -hmm. And that was what passed?
0: Yep. Queen is mother figure and pentacles is about your money. Maybe. Doesn't always
1: have to be that. So taking a leaf from the boughs and whisperer carry this as a token and a reminder that I'm always here. I'm spreading that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to read this one. That my past, in my past I was feminine. (laughs) Of feminine, creative energy, uh, dedicated, full of dedication and protection, uh, was reliable and trustworthy and secure in possessions and position of life.
0: It kind of sounds like a money thing.
1: Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah.
0: Okay, my turn. Uh, two of... S- Swords, so it says, I think we're actually supposed to do what we think first and then look at that, but we're just playing anyway. Um, Swords, turmoil, and decision making. Two. Uh, Fool's journey. That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) That sounds lovely. Okay. <laughs> should really have these marked off, shouldn't I?
1: Just a tab at the top yeah. that says what they are? Mm-hmm.
0: You know what you're actually supposed to do first is look at the picture and make like write down what you think the picture means to you, and then you read the thing, and then you... Oh, uh, well, do we'll do, it, that do that for the next okay. one. Okay, two of swords. He stands in the path, warding off those who venture near. His cloaked presence is obdurate and imposing. Steel flashes as he draws the two swords to bar the way. Who wishes to pass? He demands, with eyes and teeth that gleam like reflections from the twin blades. He stands there, as hard and unyielding as the metal of the forged swords. The spirits of the woods writhe and churn in the trees around him. They draw back from that cold steel from that icy figure. The Two of Swords is a stalemate, an impasse. Neither side will compromise, and so no progress can be made (laughs) Mm, to step aside. It's a lockstep balance, a strange dance that struggles to find some grace without yielding any ground. It is a denial of truth an avoidance of what is clear before your eyes or hiding in your heart. Open your eyes, urges the swan proffering a token, a flower, a poppy that is sleeping death, that existence becomes when stubborn barriers cannot be laid aside. Open your heart, urges the swan, tendering the beating gem, the heart that stills when there is only the desire to take and not give.
1: Oh, well, do I even have to say it? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded pretty bang on.
0: <laughs> Weird, hey? And Wait. I've got this one multiple times before.
1: I think, didn't you get that one when we did a reading together? Oh, yeah, look
0: at it. It's
1: pretty, hey? I'm pretty sure those you did because so I remember the
0: swan. Yeah, and the heart hanging from the tree. That's what I always remember. Mm-hmm. Look at it in the roots of the tree, all those faces. Looks like he's just guarding like nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's getting in here.
1: <laughs> Stubborn. I like that. Mm-hmm. Guarding the heart. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> um go ahead and draw your present, I suppose. Oh maybe we should, we'll do that one last. The Fool. That one's going to be right in the front of the book, so I'm going to pull mine too. Nine of Wands, never seen this one before.
1: is a long one (laughs) it begins with a whispered voice the serpentine song threads through her days and her thoughts it beckons come 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 where she asks curious but there's no response she ignores the summons until one day the siren song unexpectedly explodes and fills her to the brim its pulse is undeniable. Where, she asks again, and this time the steady beat of her heart is the response. The fool has come a long way, traveled from far beyond to come to this pinnacle that rises up to the edge of the world, and yet her journey is just about to begin. She senses this with instinctive perceptions as she rises up on her toes, caught up in the breathless embrace of the wind in the moment before the plunge. Her heart pounds and flutters in her chest, with the force of a hundred beating wings struggling to break free of the cage of her being. Until she feels she must be sprouting wings from her shoulders to glide forth from that place, transformed. Wait, don't, cries a thin, trailing voice from within. Caution, fear, it rails. Hold back. Unheeding, she steps forward. And Mm -hmm. the meaning. (laughs) (laughs) She stands on the edge of a sheer precipice, with only the ribbons and the doves bearing her up if she chooses to leap, the fox takes this in. He watches. He is the embodiment of cleverness, but being clever does not prelude, preclude being a fool of a different sort. He can't comprehend the leap of faith that she is about to take. So who's the fool? She is for she is. She for stepping out into the unknown into what seems to be a complete lack of logic or the fox for being too firmly rooted in the belief of the reality of intellectual thought. The fool is a symbol for new beginnings and adventures, pleasure, passion. She rushes ahead thoughtless and rash, doing before thinking, obeying instincts. Like the fool you may stand upon a precipice, gazing out into the unknown. The endless expanse of blue nothing is all that fills the space between that high up airy and the ground that is so very far away. There is either an oblivious foolishness to the terrible plunge you may experience or else a wild spirit of adventure and great faith and knowledge in what can and will bear you up and guide you through the times to come. There is unlimited possibilities opening up for the seeker. What do you think about that? That that's where I am right now. That's what I've done. I I, think that is too like what you just took that big leap. I made
0: a choice. Mm-hmm. And the fox You're kind of a little step ahead of that. Just yeah. a tiny
1: step ahead of that. And the fox is everyone saying, don't, don't, why would you quit the mill? Why would <laughs> you quit the mill? Yeah. Because foxes didn't well be there no more. <laughs> <clears throat> okay,
0: so the f- that's the fool's journey. The, the, a major card, right? Okay. Nine of Wands, which I've never had that one before. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I always get these ones. I never get major cards.
1: And then your next one will be. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
0: Funny how you do that, like just flip through the pages and then it's
1: there. Pops up. Yeah. I
0: hate when I don't know what a word is. Hmm. The sentinels? Yeah. What is that?
1: Um what's this the card? <laughs> Looks like a weird animal and they a weird all guy. yeah, they're sentinels. So see right next, they're they're like a watching soldier, kind right? Of thing. Okay, okay. That's I noticed all, all those up. guys yeah. in the bottom. Okay. Uh, the sentinels
0: keep watch from above, every wary, ev- ever wary, ever vigilant. They are the eternal guardians. They defend against the unknowns that lie hidden in the abyss. Perhaps it is just light and mist and the edge of the world, but they have not yet ventured beyond to see with their own eyes. They know only that they have been charged to watch. Gaze glued to the west from where the light fades each dying day. When the last rays shoot forth and the green flash bids the sun farewell, what will come from the night's abyss? Can their forces withstand the assault? They have not yet been tested. Each day when the dusk fades to black, they wait for the unnamed foe and strain their eyes to the western darkness And wonder if this will be the night he comes it is easy to be proud tall and at attention when the strength of the sun shines upon their shoulders it is much harder to keep that through the silence of the twilight hours and yet they hold true for they know one day they will be needed vigilance is the watchword for the nine of wands in it urges you to keep strength in reserve and to always be prepared for any eventuality Retain a core of power. Even more importantly, know that inner strength is. Know what that inner strength is. For sometimes, we possess an ability to endure through travails that is not evident until put to the test. It is easy, though, to become lax and to lose the edge when the challenge does not rise as quickly or as often as expected. Maintaining the acu- acuity can be the most difficult challenge of all.
1: That sounds pretty accurate.
0: Especially since I was just talking about I'm at a kind of a standstill and I'm waiting. All my projects are kind of on hold and I'm like I don't want to lose focus.
1: And I think and... those, they're watching, like they're saying how things are easy in the daytime but as mm-hmm. soon as it gets dark, that's when mm-hmm. things get uncertain. Yeah. yeah and sure. I imagine that's how you feel mm-hmm. fairly mm-hmm. often.
0: That's when I'm going to send out the risky text (laughs) (laughs) or just be (coughs) especially with like feeling shitty
1: same as work when you were talking about like you're learning the forklift that's the job you wanted to do Mm -hmm. what next Yeah. what's the next challenge if you learn it there's no challenge that's it
0: I'm really bad for that always looking forward to Mm -hmm. I always am looking for the next thing Mm -hmm. that's not really a healthy way to live no I should appreciate what I have, but I want more. I yeah. always want more. A
1: forward thinker is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's it just depends on what forward thinking you're doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Too much. Okay, that was present. Future. Always like this one. The Knight of Pentacles. Mm.
1: Isn't that strange?
0: Oh I forgot to look at what Knight of Wands is. Hang on. Wands is work, education, business. Yeah, there you have it. Then on the Fool's Journey major. Uh, no. Why did that confuse me? Cause there's a number. There doesn't need to. No confusion. Never mind.
1: <laughs> okay, future. Uh, Knight of Pentacles is who I got. You didn't draw your card. Oh yeah. And I have the Queen of Pentacles, too.
0: Do you ever do something different when it's reversed?
1: Yeah, but this doesn't have a...
0: It just basically says in there, uh, people do different things, is pretty much what it says. But in this book, it's not meant to be anything.
1: Yeah, so... <clears throat> The foliage parts for him in a narrow path. He has eyes for none of the temptations that surround him. The spirits of the woods gather near and whisper temptations and dangle their fairy baubles. The dryads stretch out their slender fingers to brush his helm as he passes beneath their outstretched branches. But he does not notice. He has eyes only for the light. That is his goal. The knight of pentacles is methodical, thorough, and unwavering. He rides upon the crest of an earth dragon, grounded and slow but undeniable in its progress. Where he sets his sights, where he sets his sights will be reached. He never cha- charges in without first fully assessing a situation. He has the time and patience to do so. He is a conservative and prefers to do things in a tried and true way, not deviating into the unknown. It may appear that he lacks creativity or desire to explore, but he places more value on the success of a venture than how the goal is achieved. He is dutiful, steadfast, and loyal, and holds true to his word when he gives it. When there is a task at hand, his patience and energy never wanes until it's complete. The Knight of Pentacles is stubbornly set in his ways and on his path locked onto his goal with almost tunnel vision mentality. This may seem to be fa- a failing, but it can also be incredibly effective. He sees and knows exactly what he wants and where his destination is and moves steadily towards it with an Im- in an implicable way. When he reaches that goal, he strikes with all force of all the force of the earth that is his to summon the weighty might of giants, the thunderous roll of an earthquake, the thrusting of a mighty tree's roots through soil and stone. Hmm. so something. Something's coming that I'm going to work my ass off to achieve. Mm -hmm. I think that's the school stuff.
0: Right. And pentacles is money.
1: Yeah, that makes sense then. Mm -hmm.
0: Cool. Mm -hmm. You're on the right path. Good. Mm -hmm. Thanks, cards. Yeah. Okay, ten of pentacles. Mm -hmm. Okay, what was yours?
1: The knight of pentacles. Mm Knight? Mm-hmm.
0: Just writing them down so next time we do it, then we can compare. Mm -hmm. Okay, future 10. This one's a really pretty one. This is really is there a cool. dragon on it. a lady with a dragon, and there's a little castle in the back. I like that. And he's holding that star thing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the pentacles. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the pentacle. Pretty, hey? Mm-hmm. Okay. She is clad
0: in silk and and bedecked with golden adornments. Her rich attire indicates that she enjoys comfortable social status. She curls herself herself up against the hoarding dragon as he uncoils and winds like a breeze above the valleys. The wind whispers ancient secrets to the trees. The trees wrap their roots around their own nuggets and then, with a brush of leaves, pass it on to the dragon. And he, in turn, signs those words to her, for he has seen much in his centuries and has been steeped in what was. The world is a stained glass masterpiece, a world of art and wealth, and she holds clasped tight a peach, which has long been a symbol in China for immortality and auspiciousness. She is a traditionalist rooted to convention and to set standards, for she knows it is because she has played by those rules that she has been able to attain her position in life she is aware that it is no random chance that he that has brought her here there is a pattern to life and to the world it is laid out like the stained glass that surrounds her purposeful crafted with a master's hand this crafted vision is more enduring in its physical nature as a piece of art than as the most infernal realities it depicts She knows that the heights she has reached result from her own hard work and beliefs. The Ten of Pentacles is about enjoying affluence, desiring the permanence that financial security can bring, and being able to appreciate luxury and the good fortune that has befallen you. This is the ultimate in worldly success, the result of long-term efforts finally brought to fruition. I always do that on that word. "fruition." Fruition <laughs> <Fruchin. laughs> Of finally being able to settle into a lasting beneficial situation and position.
1: So it sounds like, to me, it sounds like the dragon is like a man that's lavishing you with gifts. Mm-hmm. Or a job. Yeah.
0: That I worked really hard for. Yeah. Because I can picture it and I picture it every day. Yeah. <laughs> My luxury life, my big fancy house. Mm -hmm. Taylor said she wanted a tiny house the other day and I cringed. (laughs) I live in a tiny house. I'm all for minimalism, but I don't want to want something you can be proud of? I don't want to fold down my kitchen table. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, that's promising, right? Do we want to see what this is? Oh yeah, this is so is it for both of us? Or should I was thinking should we see whichever way it's pointing?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay, you flip it over.
0: There you go. What is it?
1: Death. (laughs) This is a good card actually. Mm -hmm. We both reach for it at the same time
0: though. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. me to read it to you okay death it is said that the swan is mute its entire life upon the threshold of death however it sings one achingly beautiful song that steals the final breath from its chest and then it expires upon the ultimate sigh it is the most heartbreakingly wrenching song of ending but the song of the phoenix ah, the song of the swan cannot compare When the phoenix sees death beckoning, she lifts her voice in a tragic song of pain, of rending, of sorrow, that yet cannot mask the most intense joy, for she knows that, as the flames lick at her heart, the heart is quickening, the egg in which her successor sleeps. Her death flame is its life spark. One is linked inextricably to the other. And thus she was tired and thus she was tied to her predecessor, and she hers, and she hers, to the beginning of time. She sits in her deathbed upon her nest and she submits to the inevitable hand of fate. As the fire burns, searing hot and white, she spreads her wings and breathes her final song of expiration. Meaning Closing the door to the past and opening a new one, going through transition, changing status, shedding the old in excess, bowing to inexorable forces, and sweeping changes. The old must be set aside and burned away to make way for the new. The ancient story of the phoenix is one that is echoed and repeated in dozens of cultures. She is death and rebirth and life, encapsulated in one one single symbol. Irises are associated with death, as Iris was the Greek goddess of the rainbow, which she used to travel down to earth with messages from the gods and to transport women's souls to the underworld. Deadly nightshade is a highly poisonous plant, symbol of deception, danger, and death. And Sumac, in the Victorian language of flowers, says, I shall survive the change.
1: Pretty on the nose. <laughs> Burn the past. Okay, yeah, that
0: was a good one. Do you know what the. I was thinking about that because I looked up Iris because um, that's her name, right? That's the name that little puppy came with. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen that she was the goddess of rainbows and I didn't want her to be associated with the rainbow bridge.
1: I. <laughs> that's definitely a whole different term. (laughs) Mm. Or LGBTQ whatever. Yeah. (laughs) She could be the pride dog.
0: Okay. Middle card. This way.
1: Cards. I Remember recorded that. Them. Huh? <laughs> Secretly recorded it.
0: <laughs> so, I have, like, dream pieces as far as clothing goes. And a perfect hat is one of them. I've always dreamt of going to, like, uh, a custom hat shop. And funny thing, last night I dreamt about being in a custom hat shop. And it was, like all my most perfect hats that I could just picture like the most beautiful beautiful hats and then I was like trying them all on and um my dad was there and he kept trying to give them to my sister and I was like what the fuck these are for me (laughs) and uh this morning I woke up and it was like the most perfect hat day and and I don't have a perfect hat so I put on my uh, another different piece that I love very much. So it is 345 and I woke up just because my dog. Anyway, um, I have a lot of dreams about Y X exes being similar and I know that that's a, that's a, um, sign and I've listened to it and I think I've made the right choices. Um, anyways, my, uh. In my dream I was walking home after a night of drinking and I had a great big pizza and I was just walking my mom had my daughter and she's on the phone with me and uh, she needed me to come get her for some reason but anyways the cool part is that when I was walking I ended up like Sorry, I ended up doing this weird turn where I like got to the end of the street where the stop sign is, and instead of turning left and just go, staying straight, I I did like a whole 180 and just walked into the ditch and walked almost walked into this tree, and I just said, "Oh, you're going the wrong way, you idiot!" And I think at that point was when I um kind of woke up in my dream and then started just walking home. I'm like, yeah, you need some food. Um, it was kind of neat because I know that I was lucid at that point. Go into more detail about the actual dream later. Going back to sleep
3: now. Bye-bye. So How was are drunk? We'll Cherry, Grandma. Where's yeah. Olga? Okay. Love yes. the guys. Yes. Guy. Where's Olga? No, that's the difference. The southern side. Here they are in Cherry's. Can our family a little fucking, bit? No. I miss, uh, you know what? Christmas, I miss Grandma Cherry. Yeah. Because Grandma would come down to put with them, and I've been to Grandpa and Grandma. And everyone hide their beer on Grandpa. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you can't remember, I really uh, remember, remember that. That. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Grandpa. You are young. You are yeah, young. I so have been here, here for 32 years. Tom and Oliver hiding beer on Grandpa. Tom.
1: Yeah.
3: Just him drink that. Thorstein. Yeah. You know, drink oh, my rye. They're pouring my rye. Like, fuck all. <laughs> oh, I've only been around a cab for two years. I'm so like, they're
1: pouring. Oh. Like
3: I give a fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, for my up. ride i mean, grandpa gonna drink
3: all my ride. I don't give a fuck. I don't Nine really is beer. So hi that's so we got from Grandpa. Uh, Sherry, you know, Grandpa has his issues, Sherry, black. But Sherry would come to our house after we got you know, a few years after we got settled, come to our house and she Sherry Woods like, oh you know, a little shot. And I always bought Bailey's buttons. No little shot of Baileys would be nice. To my poor babies, and we like it's just transitions to the years, like, and I went through all that, and then we went to Grandma Fucking Miller's oh, yeah. for Sunday, Grandma and I was, so, you know what, <laughs> I was so fucking over That's where you and I are kindred spirits, and Mike. Wow, so fucking hung over we had to go to Grandma Miller. The and the Fraser Miller. And the old people had that fucking he would be like oh, ninety degrees and like, in it. And I'd be hungover it's like a holy fuck And
0: you gotta But
3: Grandma Miller had the it was not clam chowder, it was clam soup. Oh, God. So I'd eat that. Bro. My dad made clam chowder, I eat it, but cool. clam soup. I'd go there and eat. Hung over and like hung over <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> in time, ch- soup. Gross.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. But well, and, and then me, I was a big guy like one make, Like a am you know, huh? like, fat, but you're in shape. Back then I was in not bad shape. I sit in this little fucking <laughs> chair in the back against the fucking heater j blowing <laughs> the big and like Kat and I were just dating it. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. You just soup like, so good. Sorry, Captain Big, I'm done. You know what? <laughs> but that fucking woman, and that's where we—that's where we lose. And you girls, listen to this. These fucking like, all, like, or... Grandma Miller, as Gram- Grandma J, was all a little tended on, Trim and primped. I remember, I remember. <laughs> <a teen laughs> couch oh, like a you know, we go, we go to the fucking dinner at Grandma Miller's, and it would be. Soup, you know, everything. <laughs> were on a little pink, pink. Plate, uh, Yeah.
0: And it was the same nice china. And it, and
3: it was smaller than our kitchen.
1: Right?
0: There's tiny, like tiny, twelve of us
3: in there. Tiny,
1: Did you go there tiny. too? No, but you know what?
3: Hung over or
0: not?
1: My dad's, uh, dad's hung mom.
3: Hung over or whatever, I would not miss that because it's important to her. Sunday. Oh really. Every Sunday? Every Sunday. See, we weren't like we that. Our family wasn't like that. No. Did she no, dress different up? Time. How did she dress? She was dressed in the Bro, she's a tall collar.
0: What about her hair? Done right
3: through the little curlers, ain't it? No, 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 just nice. My
0: grandma had curlers. Sylvia wore curlers. And yeah. She'd come over and try to show me how to help her. And grandma When I cut her hair, hair, she knew she'd oh. always have her pins oh, in. She had the yeah. little rolls for My grandma,
2: what would she do sitting in her little chair knitting? Fucking big uh, curler. No, my
0: yeah. grandma had a beer.
2: Heard from uh, <laughs> My
0: Grandma Miller was we pretty what's
2: the What's hair the hairdresser that older ladies, No, she, she was dying. Was, she was dying. Was not she, told dying. Me this story. she was oh, by heavy deeds. Yes. And my
0: mom and her cool? my dad and his brother and stuff were in the room. I told my grandma, okay,
1: remember?
2: Carol's very. Curl. was it it? No, no, Curls.
3: Leave like, Curtis, he's a loser. <laughs> oh my god, That's what? funny, that
1: sounds
0: a little bit familiar on the Johannes inside. No. What? Continue. No. My, you know what, when I
1: was dating Curtis? You
3: know what?
0: We had the biggest fights on the phone with Curtis and my mom. What?
3: Okay.
0: Oh, really? We fucking hated each other from day, day one. I don't really hate you. Sylvia? But it was like a little more. You your We never liked each other. Really? Yell,
3: you always called your college a bill. You always I'd have <laughs> to hang out. You'd stuck in the middle. That. He'd
0: be
1: yelling. No, and she'd be yelling in my right. ear. I'm I can't
3: believe you'd be like that. What the fuck? I think your grand, your parents raised you it. I don't know.
1: I don't even remember what the fights were about.
0: Imagine, mom, if Riley doing very well. So I'm doing very well.
3: Yeah, you're doing very well. You're a lot of it is Little what fucker. it is. It's <laughs> been forever over Diane.
0: Not she even. It is you're you're always ever, Diane. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: But not not that, like your, like your mom, God bless I don't still think liked. I don't, don't think she
2: likes me. I don't
3: think so. Who? Sylvia? Sylvia.
2: She never likes.
3: me. I think she liked that
1: Chris took care of me Jesus? and my children.
0: There's yeah. But it, as a person,
3: yeah, I sure. don't think my mom ever liked. We've no. had, we had <laughs> a circumstance with that tough, reunion. Um, my mom and I didn't, they're didn't they're talk for over special, a year. Because of Bob. Oh, yeah. And then now my sister, yeah. because of Bob. Yeah. But, but. I kind problem. Problem. Oh, of <laughs> like, like love Bob. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I love Bob. I like Bob. You know what? And I love Don't Get me Wrong. Please don't leave here. And tell Dawn because Dawn will tell, but tell Dawn. It's I love gone. I love Tara because I put her on the same pedestal with you. You yeah. You and Tara it's were always my I first. Love love it it Tara, weird. Tara, Tara, it's weird. I've been loved. It is weird. Tara, 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 it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You and Tara were always my first daughters Well, thank
0: you. I'm older than. Listen po- to that. Remember when? when you,
1: when you put your fight on your
3: pillow in her place? Remember when when I was
1: I have and I bring yeah, it up down. when that yeah. fucking
3: rat was on all you. Yeah.
1: you. Ball, right, you and
3: Tara have always been like, okay, you I need to No, it was good. Huh? Was, uh it, uh, what's service husband's name? I still, I don't Jeff.
0: like rats. So. <laughs> There's There's oh, star. Star. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Jeff. Is my time, yeah. yeah. Trying to
2: get
1: up?
3: Jesus.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't Jeff. It
3: oh, was Tara. Oh, Dexter, come on. He wants to love It was us.
0: S- so, Bob snapped sorry. and told her to pack her stuff, pack her kids. And That's why I
3: fucked up. I stuck <laughs> up for you.
0: And that, why did
2: Carrie? You should have just stayed. What well, you should have did, and, and then why I did appreciate him, you that. But you should have just stayed neutral. And I just stayed out of it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff said you lied to me. But nobody no. gave. Nobody wants nobody to. You theory. Theory. I was the big jerk. No, well, well, you were you not. See, that's where. You're okay, let me let me set the narrative straight. So wait, like, no, no, no. Let me start from. Let me start from when I pulled my pickup into my house, till an hour and a half until the event and i'll okay. tell you exactly where for word okay. so i pull in i've worked 32 days straight minimum 12s mostly 14s straight
0: we had this dinner planned can i can yes, i can i okay good,
2: good. So right, so I come in there. Jeff, the the first person I see is Jeff. Jeff's like, "Oh my god, I've been puking for three days straight. I've been shitting my pants. I'm so sick for the last three days." I've shitted your toilet. So this, I'm at my door. So I'm like, so, so the first thing that rolls through my brain is, "What in the motherfucker are you even doing at my house right now?" You shitting my toilet. So I go into my house and I'm like, "Okay, the fucking kids, they're just like, (laughs) so." What's uh, the Myla? no the my name is Luca. Luca? It's there's this like little cat toy and we like use it and it makes some noise in the cat so he's like beating my cat over the head with this like, like it. boom he kicked the cat no no so I'm like Luca don't do that he looks at me bam so I take it away from him and I take, and I and I'm like Luca I'm gonna put this in my bedroom don't go in my bedroom don't do like I. Took it away from him, put it in my bedroom, and I said, Don't go in my bedroom. So then I go into the kitchen, he comes around with this toy and goes, na 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 fucking like swinging it around and I'm just like, Okay, this is enough. I'm like, Tara, grab your kids. Get the fuck out of my house. I can't deal with this. You're food. missing
0: a thousand steps. So we had dinner. We're eating. Luca's spitting out his meal. Like he's because he
2: thinks like we have a dog at our house. Because that's what he does with his food. He throws it on the ground in their lap. Is <laughs> under the fucking table. And he just eats it off yeah. the floor. So this is how it all... That's my perspective. There's a whole <laughs>
3: bunch of this shit going
2: on. Yeah. So, there's, there's, and, there's I just, no, up, and what I should have no, did... Is, what I should have did my was mouth. I should have just... Just stopped and opened my door and and fucking got in my